0: Hey, everyone. Hey, and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Cui. We are here with the episodes that everyone waits for. Everyone cannot wait to listen to these episodes because we are going through Lulu, uh, Metallica's album with Lou Reed, that loads of people hate, and I kind of like, you know. um, I didn't really know it. As I've said before, we've done three songs so far, and Lulu's a little bit different in Alpha Metallica to most of the other things where... I've probably heard the songs once, if ever, and when I started doing the show, I sort of, you know, thought to myself, well, I just won't listen to them, I'll just discover them uh, with the guest here, so today is no different, we've covered Brandenburg Gate, we've covered Dragon, we've also covered Cheat On Me, um, you know, two of those songs are over 11 minutes with one riff, uh, but <laughs> no, no no bother, these are, these are interesting pieces of music, and, you know, intriguing historically, and you've got to... You've got to treat, you know, Metallica as a backing band to a certain extent in this, but um, it's not going to be myself. Uh, Ian returns to the show. We just had him on for Frayed Ends, and now we're tackling, um, well, we're tackling frustration, is all I can say.
1: Uh, yeah, in in song, in emotion, whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, great to have you on, man. Thank you again.
1: Uh, thank, uh, thanks for having me back, man. I always love being on the show. Um,
0: so you know, frustration. I mean, let's talk a little about Bat-Lulu as a whole, really. Um, it's an interesting album. It's the derided album. You know, I think on Pitchfork, it was voted, like, one of the worst albums ever. And, you know, th- this sort of idea. And, you know, uh, Robert said, like, love it or hate it. It was definitely something that we enjoyed and that we embraced. And you can't deny that, you know. Um, I think pairing Lou Reed, who undeniably is a, you know, a huge legend, a massive influence, you know, an honour uh, on, on the sort of, a, you know, Tom Waits, Bowie, Neil Young sort of level, like, you know, very cool to see Metallica collabing uh, with arguably that sort of higher tier in Mythos uh, above them musically with Lou Reed. Um, Lou Reed to you, Ian, are you you're a fan of him individually?
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> to, to put a blunt um... Okay, okay. Well, like obviously everyone knows the Lou Reed name, there's a couple of the songs everyone knows. When I heard this collaboration was coming, I didn't know what to think. I mean, I I, I was, like you said a minute ago, I thought it was great. Okay, Metallica are collaborating with a huge name here. Let's see how this goes. Um, the Lulo album hasn't changed my opinion of them. Um You know, I, I don't hate the album. Um, I think interesting is the word you know, uh, it's the word I use to avoid using other words <laughs> but no, as far as Lou himself goes um, you know I kind of respect what he was trying to do, right. with the whole live off the floor and, and this kind of thing but yeah. I don't know I, I don't know, I mean, it didn't come across well for me, uh, from his point of view
0: I like Transformer which is pretty much what anyone my age was sort of spoon-fed through Urban Outfitters and, you know, it's a sort of hipster album. I'm sure everyone will remember the cover, uh, Lou sort of this emaciated skeleton in this sort of 70s beige. On the, It's a very, very cool cover. It's a good album, actually, uh, sort of glam rock, new wave, vicious and maybe you have probably heard walk on the world side uh off that and you know perfect day and satellite yeah. of love and you know there's a lot, a lot of cool cool stuff a lot of cool music but yeah i don't really know his back catalog uh that well to be honest with you i'm sort of intrigued by this album more, more for the metallica element of it and you know let, let's get into the track which has a sort of patented lulu structure i.e ambient discordant carnival noise um with, with lou occasionally on top of it and a sort of sledgehammer of a Metallica riff that doesn't really change for long, long time.
1: Yeah, um, this song, like I've listened to the Lullaby a few times. I I, I don't hate it, um, but this song, the frustration is such an appropriate title because this song frustrates the hell out of me. Because that riff, in my opinion, that is a monstrous riff. It is such a huge riff, and every time I hear the song. I just, I said, oh, God, I wish Metallica just had that in one of their own songs. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, you know, the the song itself, yeah, the ambient stuff at the start, it's interesting. I don't know what it is. I mean, some of it sounds like really manipulated, just guitar noise, Mm. strings, scraping, this kind of thing, and with effects and sped up, sped down, all this sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And the riff comes in. As you say, it doesn't change a lot. It shifts key a little bit um, Mm. during the verses and speeds up towards the end it's not, it's
0: not boring end. though even though it
1: no it's not,
0: not it's as I say it's such it's a huge
1: monster of a riff it grooves it's angry it's yep. just heavy it's a beast of a riff um, so yeah that's uh, musically as with the whole album musically Metallica are on point there's yeah. some really really great riffs in there yep. um, the, and then there's the the. Uh, do I say singing? I don't know Ah uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a sort of later era Lou Reed, very sort of warbles you know Andy Warhol yeah. on the track <laughs> and uh, you know it's it's yeah it's a bit it's a bit discombobulated on this sort of hellscape behind him as well with the sounds uh, you know it does it, uh, the music in the sense and then when the riff clatters in it has a real guile and um yeah I, I, can you call it singing I'm not sure I I think for me with this this song and the whole album as a whole I think it's good for a band like Metallica to inhabit that backing band role you know, to go back to basics, to just let a riff roll, you know, not to worry about being on the mic, composing these songs structurally, uh, just having fun. And, you know, how, how, can you, how can you not enjoy these Lulu songs for that reason? Like, I know maybe Lou's stuff over the top just turns off purists or whatever, I understand that, but uh, I enjoy hearing Hetfield & Co. in this environment. Completely
1: agree. Uh, with Metallica's albums, the nature of them, and I'm not complaining at all. Mm. But as as we all know, they put them together so meticulously, and everything is perfect. So to be able to have an album where you just sit back and listen to the band jam, that's that's great. You know that that side of it is really really good. Um, and my God, they were on form. The and it was a great kind of. It was the first kind of. Hey, maybe the next album is going to be really good here. Mm. You know. Uh, Especially the production of it. That's one thing I'll always say about Lola. The production is out of this world. The sound of the the drums and the guitar. They're also huge, clear, powerful, punchy. Brilliant.
0: Yeah, 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 completely. And have you seen them play this live? Uh, They played this on, I think it was a German talk show or something like that. And they did quite a few songs. And uh, James is the one who's having the greatest time up there, which is cool to see. He's really head-banging out. And, you know, he's just nice to see this go down because this sort of stuff you know collaborations in music is quite a common thing especially for legacy stars but it's quite rare to see uh, a thrash metal band back a sort of new york weirdo genius yeah i mean they
1: they always in fairness to the metallica they do always say they do things their way and they don't really care what anyone thinks of them and this is one of the ultimate examples this whole album i mean as you said earlier robert said they really enjoyed it i mean that's Great, that's the main thing. They've got to a stage in their career where, you know, they enjoy do something, do it. If we don't like listening to it, so what? You know, they, it's, they're hardly going to go away because they've won bad album out, you know what I mean? So it, it's great to see them uh, stick true to that attitude they've had from the start, that they do things their way, they do what they want. And, you know, I, I love that attitude about them. So it, it's good that that
0: keeps going. Apparently Lou Reed stated that Metallica fans threatened to shoot him. Due to the collaboration saw, <laughs> on Lulu. <laughs> Jesus! I saw
1: that. There was one great quote from Lou Reed I, I read that, that about the dash of the album, and he said something along the lines of, I don't care, I no fans anyway. They all vanished back in the 70s. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: uh, Lars appreciated it as well. You know, in, in 1984, when hardcore Metallica fans heard acoustic guitars on fade to black, there was a nuclear meltdown in the heavy metal community. And, you know, he says that Reed's poetry is not for everyone. Um, it, it's not for you, then.
1: Uh, no, it's not. If I'm perfectly honest, it's a bit pretentious for me. Okay. Um, you know, d- d- don't get me wrong. I, I really, I could see. Um, yeah, like I can see it's not terrible. It's just it's a personal preference for me. I, I, don't, I don't like it. You know. Um, but I would never really kind of say it, it's awful because it's it's not. You know, I can see uh, the images he brought up and all. It's just a personal preference for me that I don't like it.
0: Spunless like a girl. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's <laughs> relax, Lou, will you?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he, just, he, he lingers on phrases, doesn't he? He wrenches them for all the their worth. He doesn't really sing them, but he delivers them, you know, in a really odd, arch way.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I, I remember, I can't remember which member of the band was, I think it would have been Lars, and explaining how, you know, well, James would want... 30, 40 vocal takes to get it right. Reed would do it. Just do it. And yeah, it's done when it's recorded, so it's done. You know, that's the track. So that weird delivery, I'm assuming that just comes from that, just total improvising, jamming, capturing the moment. Um, you know, sometimes it worked on the album, sometimes it didn't. But it's another thing where I might, um, while I might not personally like it. I do respect the attitude. I respect what they were going for.
0: And the riff might not change, but essentially the last minute, the last ninety seconds, the riff gets a lot faster. The whole song has you know an escalation that is is really nice.
1: Yeah, I mean the riff, for the first um, first six minutes or so, the riff kind of trudges along, very heavy, very groovy, and then I have it written here six minutes twenty eight. The riff explodes, and similar to Freight Ends of Sanity, that it's the drums doubling up and the riff getting a bit speedier. It really gives it such a punch. It's such a it it is one of the best moments on the album for me. When that at 6:28 in this song, when the riff takes off, it's got such an attitude, it's got such a swagger. It's the old Metallica kind of just pound and riff. And then there's the at 7:14 there is another riff that comes in there, and it is very, very, very Black Sabbath to my ears, like really Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And so I, the riffs in this song. I really, I can't fault them. I really can't. And it goes back to what I said earlier. I can't help but imagine what Metallica could have done in one of their own songs with this level of riffs, you know?
0: I I suppose. I suppose. But I think you're right as well. You know, it's a building step for them. Uh, It's a a point in the right direction, uh, you know, for where they were going. And Lulu, for all it's worth to me, isn't unlistenable to um, you know, I don't think much is really, I think you sort of ears get used to it. Like I have this Bon Jovi bounce theory, like Bon Jovi had this album, I think from 2002 called bounce, which is terrible. Don't listen to it, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's all I had on my iPod. Uh, for some reason I had the CD. So I sort of like, I don't, I don't know why I sort of burned it or whatever. And I grew to love the songs, like Undivided and the title track, Bounce. And, you know, looking back, it was shitty music. So maybe my ears have just grown used to this uh, this horrific din. But let us know, what do you think of this track, Frustration? Um, you know, get in touch with me, at MetallicaBot at gmail.com if you want to come on the show, as I say. Um, you know, does this song hold your attention, Ian? It's, it's quite lengthy.
1: It does, uh, I'll be honest, it does. It's, I know I keep harping on about it, but it's that riff. Um, the riff doesn't go away for too long. You know, and e- even though I know there is quite a long section where the riff isn't there and Lou Reed is, is going on with the poetry and whatever, but there's still, does I, I like the eerie atmosphere that there's, there's the ambience in the background creates, you know, and there are, there's another section where the guitars are silent, Lou Reed is going, and, and Lars is just these random drum fills. It's, you know, it's, it's just. To, I, to this day, I don't know if those drum fills are good or not. <laughs> well, right. I can't deny that. It's, it's interesting to hear and just, you know, it's it's just so different that, yeah, it does hold my attention. And well, to be honest, I know I am biased because, like I said earlier, you do get to sit back and just listen to Metallica jam. If this was Lou Reed and Eddie on a band, not sure, you know, I'm not sure <laughs> if it's my Metallica bias at work here or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Let me just ask you a question, uh, you know, out of the random. Um, let's say Megatef did a Lulu style thing, not with Lou Reed though, but with a with a sort of you know familiar era sort of guy. What, what would you like to see? Oh, <laughs> I would like and to see. And comment below, listers, comment below what you want to see.
1: <laughs> I, if they were ever to do it, I even though Mustaine gets a lot of slack for copying Metallica and following them, blah blah blah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to see him do. Something similar to, to collaborate. It's always more interesting when two artists of wildly different genres combine. That that's that's where the interest and stuff comes. If if Megadeth and Metallica were to collaborate with somebody else in metal, like Rob Halford or something, mm. you know, it's going to work. You know what you're going to get, no problem. But it's when you hear, oh, they're going to collaborate with them, you know, that's you're really interested. So I would let's see, Megadeth, the musically stick to their style, get somebody in who will stick to their style, and you know. See if it works. Who do you want, though? Who do I? Want? That's why I was trying. <laughs> to, I was trying to dance around that issue while I told to someone.
0: <laughs> I was just, yeah, it's hard to think. I, oh, God. I don't um, know. Maybe like Rod Stewart or something. That's just a terrible answer over the top of my head. Yeah, but, do you, you know, go? Some Would sort you? of horrific collaboration. But as I say, listeners, let us know. Meatloaf. You know yeah, meatloaf or Megadeth. <laughs> yeah, why not? That could be. Uh, yeah. That could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be the greatest album of all time, but it yeah. can't be. uh comment below. Um comment below also your favourite lyrics from this song because um I Want So Much to Hurt You is something that Lou repeats Marry me, I want you as a wife. Um his stuff works to me when I read it though. It's like incantations, it's quite primal and reductive.
1: Primal is a great way to describe it. Yeah, I can't disagree there. It's it will be uh, primal. And, like there is um there is a quality to his voice that makes you believe what he Not that he wants to hurt people, but you know what I mean. He, yeah. it, it it does sweep you up into the the mood of it. As I said, personally I might not like it, but I can recognise um, that in, in some ways it is very well done. What else do you like of Lulu? Well, I, I like the I, I like the view a lot, despite the table and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. The view it, I tend to like the songs of Lulu where Metallica can let rip. Um, so if the, the riffs in the view, the riffs in this song, um, I really like the riffs in Ice Honey. Uh, I really like that. It's it's um, and Dragon reminds me. Mm. There's a there's a riff in Dragon that uh, has a it has even a kind of a Gojira feel feel to me. It's you know so there it's it's strange. Um, I might say ah, that a Lulu album. I'm not sure. But then, as you asked me what songs do I like, and suddenly I'm like, yeah, I like that song. Yeah. That song. Yeah. That song. So I sit back and go, well, maybe I do like this album. <laughs> uh,
0: look, we're we're in the age of the Saint Anger rena- Renaissance. That's that's all. You know, I I've sort of heralded it. You can thank me later, but people are starting to realise that maybe is okay. I think time heals all wounds, and, you know, it's not long before Lulu occupies that space as well, and I think people may... I'm not saying people are going to love Mistress Dread ever and Little Dog, <laughs> but uh, you know, I quite like Cheat On Me as well, which we covered earlier. I think James is vocal in that, and James does sing in this song as well, uh, in Cheat On Me and other songs in this album, I should say, but, uh, but any any closing thoughts, Ian, on this track?
1: We've I mean, it all. I mean the,
0: it's I, people. Yeah, must uh, it's a quagmire, isn't it? Of reason, it's it's hard to talk about. Yeah,
1: it is. It's there are things in the song that I absolutely adore, like that riff that I keep mentioning. There are things in the song that I really dislike, like some of the lyrics. But you know, wrap it all up, and it it sets a certain tone. You know, it's not it's not the type of song I would put on if I was going driving. You know, and you want to listen to on a summer's day, but. You know, you're kind of chilling at home, chilling with some friends or whatever, or jamming along with it on the guitar is actually quite fun. So, I don't know. That, that's <laughs> this, You ask me today about the song, say, so "Yeah, man, I love that song." You ask me tomorrow, and I'm like, oh, "That song is crap." <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just I don't know. This album is—it's so hard to, to get a real grip on it.
0: Oh, yeah. and uh, out of interest because in past episodes we've covered like you know favourite uh, Metallica album member etc check those past episodes those past chats out of interest Ian just as you know fellow Metallica obsessive who are some other bands that you love who are some bands that you sort of rank up there uh,
1: at the moment Ghost Ghost, Ghost. Uh, okay I need oh, to check them out yeah.
0: I know they're just yeah really celebrate. oh
1: if you're not if you haven't checked them out yeah. you have to you absolutely have to uh, yeah go from, from the old school uh, the you know, Megadeth, Testament, Exodus, I love all that thrash metal. Or um, modernly, it, it likes a Ghost, Rammstein, Avatar from Sweden. I'm a real, I'm a big, I'm a big riff guy. You know, if if a band have great riffs, I'm usually a fan of theirs. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's cool, man. So I guess finally, how do people get you, your band, that sort of stuff?
1: yeah my band's name is uh, element x uh anyone wants to check us out hear our songs contact us whatever our website is www.elementx.ie And um, on there you'll you'll find out the links to our facebook twitter instagram spotify all the rest um so yeah please do check us out check out our, our songs uh, let us know what you think it'd be great to hear from anybody
0: yeah we'll put the links in the description uh let us know finally again frustration what do you make of the song? You know, what, what, what is your, what, your interest in it? What is your gripe with it? Uh, all feedback is welcome. Get in touch with me MetallicaPod at gmail.com. We've got the Patreon, which everything goes on there first. You know, the series that we're working on, the concert recaps, uh, the So What Files with John Sturm that I'm sure will be, you know, out whenever you listen to this. It's going to be a long series. But uh, so, yeah, get in touch with me MetallicaPod at gmail.com, at MetallicaPod. Ian, finally, this has been a treat, man. Thank you.
1: It's been great, man. Thank you very much.